Welcome back, Land. It is time for a CPAC roundup to get caught up on everything that went down. We are turning to political strategist Raven Harrison. She was in D.C. for CPAC. Raven, are you back in Texas after being in D.C.? Are you kidding? No, I'm still uh, just coming out of the security line. (laughs) But we are in Roanoke, Virginia, uh, making the slow trek back to Texas. Now, before we talk about the annual CPAC straw poll, I would like to hear some of your top takeaways or some of the big highlights um, from the entire conference, in your opinion. Well, in my opinion, it was a, a real buzz. It started out a little bit on the slow side. It was it was very slow. There was some confusion about when CPAC was starting. We all thought it was starting Wednesday morning, and it wasn't registration until the evening. So there weren't many people. It went from a ghost ship to an absolute zoo. Wow. Uh, which is what we kind of expect when you get so the lead up was a little slow, but boy did it it finish uh strong with Elvis has left the building. I mean <laughs> Sunday I mean Saturday was absolute insanity, but it was fabulous. The energy it was packed, security lines and you know, Trump just lit it yeah. up. He had a pretty powerful speech. I mean, he pretty much came out of the gate saying, I am your warrior. I am here for justice. I am here as your retribution. I mean, uh, talk talk about some powerful language used by former uh, President Donald Trump. Why do you think it is that he has such a strong bond with conservatives? Because he really is a doer. You know, yeah. um, this is what we need. We needed strong leadership, we, need, we don't need someone to tell us, you know, that 20% inflation is great and how we're going to – we need someone to tell us, you know, what they're going to do. We want to see if they have a plan, mm-hmm. and we want to see if they have a way to inspire people that, you know, things are going to get better. And we got all of those. He used very poignant language. It's nice when he takes the time to dissect yeah. what actually happened. He goes, listen, we've talked to Putin. I told him, you're not going to want to do this. And he he went through some of the big issues. He goes, no wars. That was the biggest thing. Everything they accused President Trump of doing, Mm -hmm. he's going to start a war. He's going to crash the economy. Everything. So he took on everything that the media hurled at him and said this is and and pretty much demonstrated with facts that that's what Biden has done now. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I got peace in Korea. You know, we had Putin in check. We were energy independent. We had the best economy on record, and that's what voters wanted to hear. We want to hear that he can do that again. Yeah, I'll tell you what, it was probably one of the best speeches I've heard Donald give because it was really strong, and you said it. You hit the nail on the head, Raven. The language that he used was to the point but yet really powerful. And you know what? That straw poll there at CPAC kind of really um, amplified this power, if you will. For folks who don't know it, um, the CPAC straw poll um, traditionally serves as kind of a barometer for the conservative movement. Um, During the conference, attendees are asked to fill out the survey, essentially. That asks a whole bunch of questions, but the big one being possible presidential candidates. So, Raven, how did those numbers shake out? The numbers were incredible. And what I want to let your listeners know is it wasn't just do you want Trump or DeSantis, mm-hmm. which is what a lot of people were expecting right. was just because that will concentrate the vote. There must have been 15 names on that straw poll. Greg Abbott, uh, people we hadn't heard about, DeSantis, Harry Lake, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, it Perry Johnson, I think, was names. on that list, wasn't he? I thought that was a Correct. shocker. Yeah. Perry Johnson was kind of at the top, which was surprising. Yeah. But 
there were so many names, you know, Greg Abbott, a lot of them that were on there. And it was just an overwhelming for President Trump. And because with all the buzz, that's what a lot of the media want to talk about. What do you think about what's going on with DeSantis and him not mm-hmm. being here? And he's definitely popular, but it was it was no it wasn't even a close call. He took I think Trump, if I would remember correctly, took 62 yep. percent. And it was it was with everybody kind of favoring DeSantis being his running mate. But he was the clear top dog. So for all those, he should step aside. He's not as popular. He's lost his star. I'm like, (laughs) you weren't there. Yeah. My kids were were there, went to their first CPOC. They were standing up and he had a powerful message with vets and patriots on, you know, don't worry. We did it once. You know, we can do it again, which is a message he had prior to COVID. And we we. We, we ate it up. Well, Raven, we appreciate you sharing it all with us this morning. Definitely safe travels back to Texas. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. That is political strategist Raven Harrison joining us live here on Wobo. So just to kind of sum up these numbers here real quick. Yes, Trump won 62 percent support in the poll. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, just to put that in perspective for you, came in as second choice with 20 percent support. Now, this is what really kind of shocked me. The third place pick at 5 percent support was Perry Johnson. I don't know if you remember Perry Johnson, um, but he's he's obviously a Republican. Um, he's this businessman who attempted to run for governor in Michigan a, a while back, but he was blocked from participating in the Republican primary. Um, taking a look at some other numbers here, Carrie Lake, the Republican Arizona gubernatorial nominee, I'm sure you remembered her, short haircut. Um, she received the most support for the vice president slot with 20% support. Ron DeSantis received 14% support for the 2024 vice presidential nominee in the CPAC poll. And I'm telling you, if you miss Donald Trump's speech from CPAC, it truly was one of the best that I've ever seen. He also kind of did go on to sort of outline what a second term from him would actually look like. He talked a lot about the border He talked a lot about China. He talked a lot about the economy. So definitely go back and watch that speech from CPAC. Well, news time at 645. I'm definitely behind Michael McIntyre up to bat. He's got the top three. Podcasts by Federated Media.